everyone, this is Noah, and you're listening to the Auspicious Talk. Yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's up, guys? It is Christian and Mondo. And we're back with our second episode of Auspicious Talk, so... Thank you guys for tuning in. Yep. I congratulate you guys for taking the time to listen. Yeah. So uh let's dive right into it, man. Um with this uh with this episode I kinda wanted to dig a little deeper into your personal uh how do you say your personal care with ex- with uh with Nathan, like your experience with him mm. from you know this whole this whole situation right um so i just uh i got a couple of questions right here that i'm just gonna ask you and um yeah so the first one that i got for you is because these are kind of questions that i've seen they're kind of commonly asked every time you do your live yeah and like facebook like just kind of general questions that i've seen yeah, yeah so yeah. i just i feel like it'd be cool to be able to have it on here so People can always go back to it. All the new listeners that people don't know, right? Yeah, so, and uh, I feel like on whenever I go live, I have a limited time to answer the questions, so I don't really get too deep into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of takes away from. Yeah, I feel like the information is very limited with the time yeah, yeah, that exactly. that's given. So right here, we have all the time we want. So um, exactly. Well, I think. Well, I think. So to start there, what what does Nathan have? If you want to break that down, I know you explained it so many times already, but right, cutest laxa type three. Yeah, Can that's the name just, of. Let's go ahead and just give a brief explanation of what that is. Yeah, uh, so his diagnosis is cutest laxa type three, and um, it's in the family of cutest laxa, basically cutest laxas. Um, so that that's already an existing it's an existing yeah skin, diagnosis like genetic disorder yeah and it it affects the skin but from what I've researched mm-hmm. um, cutisexa has different types they have type one type two uh, type three and then just plain cutisexa mm-hmm. so yeah Nathan has type three A and his his mutation is ALD. 18 oh wait i'm sorry ald 18 ha1 that's that's mm. i have i say it so much that <laughs> but um you gotta memorize that's the yeah that's the that's the mutation but um there's not much information on it other than your mm-hmm. you know your typical symptoms here and there but nothing no treatments or anything like that and if you hear him in the background, it's because he's... Yeah, Nathan's right here with yeah, us. Yeah, literally just, right next to us. Yeah. And by the way, it's like 3 in the morning, so... Yeah, yeah. This is the only time that Mondo is, like, available. It's, like, using... Well, your night shift. So let's start there then. So um, what's what's your guys' routine? Like, what do you guys... You and Pam, you, you know? So it just depends on... Like if we have an appointment or if we have, you know, because if on the regular, let me just give you the regular. Okay. On the regular, Mm -hmm. um, I go 
I go to bed at 4 a.m. So in about, you know, in about an hour, I'm going to wake her up and she takes over. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I wake up at 11 a.m. And, uh, I, you know, I help her because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that has to be done during the house, uh, you know, like throughout the day. Um, oh, when you got to take note of school too, right? Exactly. Because well, we have, take take yeah, on, on days like that, on days like that, because right now Noah's on Christmas break. But on days like that where he's in school, I have to wake up earlier. Um, she wakes me up at 8 o'clock. And I stay with Nathan. She goes and drops him off, comes back, and then I go back to sleep. Um, but on days so you like, have like a very interrupted yeah. sleep schedule. Yeah, and then I don't know if you guys know, but that doesn't. I feel like you don't rest. Yeah, no, I know because when I like when I used to go to school or something like, you know, you wake up, you know, like that first alarm goes off and you just want to hit snooze, and yeah. it feels so good to be able to do that, but. Like, in your case, like, you can't hit snooze. Like, you got to get up. Like No, exactly. So. Yeah, you have to just have a sleep well, like, that you're yeah, up. You like, know? anything, like a job, you know, you got responsibilities. You got to get up, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so then you, you're, you're well, I already know how it is because I'm always here, but, you know, every night you take care of Nathan. Yeah, so and I. And Pam switches off in the morning. Yeah, so Pam, Pam uh, goes to sleep at uh, 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know, I take care of Nathan on my own. But like I said, when I wake up at 11 a.m. or 12 p.m., from there, we kind of help each other throughout the day, you know. And um, the daily chores. Yeah, because, um, of course, Noah gets out of school at, like, 2, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, that what gives me about two hours, you know, to be here. And then from there, she goes and take, picks up Noah. When Noah comes back, we have to help him with his homework because... Uh, and if nobody, if, if people don't know, Noah is also uh, autistic. So mm-hmm. great uh, kid, though. Yeah, that love, has love Noah. Good kid. Yeah, he he's amazing. But that takes a whole nother, you know, load of 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 responsibility and another sense of parenting because you know it's um not it's very challenging. It's not you know raising kids is not easy. Like, that's just yes, a known fact. But when they have special needs, it's just, I want to say, like, it's level hard. You know, I used to you have, like, in a game, you have easy, medium, hard, and then really hard. I think that, you know, and with special needs uh, kids, it's it's really hard. You know, it's uh, sure harder. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so that's our schedule. That's pretty much how it works. So me and my wife have not slept together um, as a couple since March of 2019. And, and you guys uh, are in the uh, Valley Children's, right? In Madeira? Yeah, yeah, because at Valley Children's, we had a, you know, we had a room where we stayed during the week uh, over there in Madeira, which is two hours away from Bakersfield. With the Ronald McDonald, right? Yeah, the Ronald McDonald house. So yeah. since we came back, you know, we've been on this schedule where I take care of him at night and she you know, takes care of them during the day. So we don't, you know, we don't spend time together uh, like we used to. But yeah. so that's been going on. And then so when you think about it, I have been not sleeping at night for that long. Yeah. You know. All right, cool. Yeah, so that kind of answers the first question, you know, which was like, what's it like caring for Nathan? So that's kind of 
you guys a schedule and all that yeah um but if we want to get more into the little the little uh specific things that you have to do like you have to be feeding him because he doesn't eat through regularly like right his mouth like other babies yeah so you have to be feeding him through a tube yeah since he was uh in the hospital um he he used to take the bottle and then just slowly he just you know stopped he, oh that's right i remember yeah he used to the goal at first was you know okay he's in he's in the NICU uh, he just has to gain a little bit of weight, and he needs to start eating on his own, and he can go home. Mm-hmm. So the first mission was, okay, let's get him to eat. And, you know, it was a, it was hard to not take him home with us the first, you know, the first week. Like, we're like, okay, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. um, we're not used to this, you know? Um, so that was our full, first goal. Um, but slowly he started that you know that gag reflex that he has you know where he vomits everything Mm. and so the doctors were like you know what he's vomiting more than he's consuming and so that is jeopardizing his weight so we're gonna have to do an ng tube which is a tube that goes through his nose and um since then it's always been that way you know um he's had trouble eating for a while and so now you know months later and after in the hospital they decided to do a gj tube which is a tube that goes down into his jejunum and so anyway so he eats through that and he has to be fed constantly so it is a continuous feeding um and it's run at 28 mls per hour and i have to refill his bag with milk every two hours so um, every two hours i have to refill it in order for him to you know so you know you know for sure you got to be changing a lot of diapers too then oh yes so obviously like you know as a baby you gotta be changing them and and uh his reflux like you mentioned he has all that and i've seen it all the time because i'm here like he he vomits a lot and he has his seizures Yes, you have to tend to him, and so it's it's so a the, constant yeah. So the care, care yeah, exactly yeah. Okay. The care is nonstop for him. It's it's not it's not like okay, well, I can go to bed and he'll be all right. You know, mm-hmm. he'll cry and I'll feed him and then he'll go back to bed. No, no, he's been like right now. If you notice, he's been awake since you've been here. He's not yeah. he's not gone asleep. So yeah, and it's, like right now, he just calmed down, but he was like. He was having a hard time. He was having a hard time. That's why we weren't recording because he was just having a hard time. But yeah, man, that's crazy. So um, I got I got another question for you. Is basically Mm -hmm. um, well, from you know, obviously you have Noah as well. You know, he was your firstborn, and him him having autism was a was a also a challenge. Obviously, it was your newborn, like your first child, but yeah. and obviously, him having autism was a different experience for you and Pam. Yes. Then and then uh, somebody else who just doesn't have that, right? So, for that, for when you guys had Noah, like, what was that experience like for you guys, and and how did that prepare you for for with Nathan? You know, do you feel that? Mm. You know, how do you feel about that? Um. Well. When I first found out about Nathan, I mean Noah, Noah's um, mm-hmm. 
I I was more like no, he's just he's just a boy, you know. Like mm-hmm. boys are, you know, super active. They, you know, of course that's what you kind of like. Are the first step is is of that I think is denial. Yeah. Of no, no, not my son. It's not true. Um, it didn't hit me hard until I started seeing him um, hit himself. He used to hit himself in the face super hard. Yeah. Super super that. hard. And um, he used to bang his head on the floor whenever, you know, something. You know, I used to thought it was just maybe... A little tantrum or something. A little tantrum. You know, he's just, you know, trying to get his way. Yeah. But, uh, you know, then I started realizing, like, no, like, he actually does have, you know, certain certain things that are not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, I, when that happened, I was... I, I had that victim mentality... Mm-hmm. then which was like why me like what why did this have to happen to me right. poor me mm-hmm. um i was trying to like seek like attention from everybody like i remember my friends i would tell them like damn like my life's so hard like mm-hmm. you know why like it's always been hard like my parents divorced at this age and and uh i've, I've always had you know um, yeah, you've been through a lot of problems. Stuff. Yeah, like me growing up, and and then finally, like my only happiness, which is my son. You know, like the biggest joy in your life. You know, he has, he's or he's um, made wrong. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he's like he has a, he's defective, which is what I was. You know, where my mentality was. Oh, he's defective. Like you know, now I have you know, which is a lot of things go through your head. Like oh, he's gonna be a dumb kid or. You know, they're going to make fun of him or what if he's Yeah, you really him. worry about yeah, like, just him growing up and yes. the struggles he's going to have. Yes, because at that time, we were not familiar with autism. It was not something that was, you know, it was new ground, new territory, mm-hmm. just like it is here with Nathan for us. Yeah, even, even, even for me, like, I didn't even know, like, well, I mean, well, for the, the guys that don't know, um... His cousin, so I grew up with Mondo. Yeah. But I mean, uh, like, so even when Noah was born, like, and seeing him grow up with autism, like, I didn't understand it either. Like, I didn't even know what it was. But it also kind of gave me awareness, you know, like, oh man, like, it just mm-hmm. kind of gave me a different perspective. Like, yep. and, and for me to interact with Noah and other kids that have, you know, autism. Um, and so that's why I think going back to like with Nathan's situation is that with with you guys having that experience already with with Noah, which was a completely different experience, um, how do you feel like it prepared you for for with Nathan? Mm, I think that that always a completely I different. I don't think that I see it as Noah kind of prepared me for it. Uh, I just think that it was just um, something that I had overcome, and then I realized that in that in that in me raising Noah mm-hmm. um there was a, a spiritual and also like a growth inside me like mm-hmm. during those years as I was raising Noah mm-hmm. there was a lot of self development that I went through mm-hmm. um you know not specifically for Noah but for myself you know cuz mm-hmm. I started you know I, at that point in my life I said okay I need to set an example for my son mm-hmm. So when you have, you know, your kids, you want to, you know, you want to do better. And, you know, the best gift that I can give my son is, 
you know, wisdom. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I can give him, I'm not rich or anything, I can't give him material things, and which is not an important thing in life, but is, you know, I want to give him something that will help him. And, and if I'm not able to achieve those things, if I'm not able to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I already, ha- I had self-development. I worked on myself. And okay, so I that don't know sense. if you remember when, when he was very young, and even now, I do uh, mantras with him. You know, yeah. I do, you know, um, every morning. Yeah, every morning I would, you know, encourage him and give him words of positivity, as he goes to school, and so. That kind of. Would you mind sharing what it is? Yeah, there's um. Well, there's. Because I know I know the one that you guys always say. I don't have it memorized, but. The, I, I will lead not follow yeah um, there's one actually one of the courses that I took was from Anthony Robbins and Anthony Robbins is just an amazing guy yeah and there's one thing that he wrote in one of his books and he says it too in a lot of his videos you can look it up on YouTube but it says um, it starts with saying and now I am the voice mm-hmm. right uh, I will lead not follow I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I'm a force for good. I'm a force for God. I am a leader. And all that stuff. So so stuff like that, like I have them repeat in the mornings. And um, that kind of, you know, stuck with him. Mm-hmm. Give me a second, guys. See, like Nathan's having a yeah. seizure right now at this very moment. So I have to actually write it down. Um all good go ahead yeah so i well mondo goes to tend to nathan um i just want to give my perspective on that because i remember when i first saw mondo doing those uh those those uh mantras with noah and i just thought it was really cool because you know it's not something that you see often and well at least for myself i don't see that happening a lot um, but I kind of saw like the impact that it had on Noah and it just instilled those, those, those messages in him at an early age. And obviously he's a kid, you know, and he has his moments where he has his little tantrums and he acts like a little brat, you know, but he's still a kid. yeah, he's still a kid, you know, and, but it's cool to like see how Mondo was sharing those things with him. And as he shared, you know, when he was going through that, he was working on his personal self-development and his personal growth for himself and then ultimately you know as an example you turn around and you lead by example to your kids and you know that's obviously what he's uh he's been doing with the with noah and you know with nathan obviously still a baby but that's obviously going to be part of the, the goal as well to be able to instill those values into him so and and I just want to share on my end because, I mean, I'm not a parent, um, but I am a son. So I always think about like, well, for example, with me, I was um, I was also a sick, a sick baby, uh, when I was born. I didn't eat for the whole first year, or like a year, or two years. Um, I had to be fed through a tube. Oh no, well, I was fed through the nose. What'd you say? ng tube yeah that's what i was i was in a similar situation i mean it was completely different like but as far as like being fed through a tube i was being fed through a tube because i didn't want to eat everything that I, my mom would feed me i would throw it up or i just 
wouldn't accept it. Um, so I was like that for like a year or two. And um, yeah, it's pretty crazy because like me growing up now, like I don't remember any of that pain. I don't remember any of the suffering. But every time my mom shares those those stories with me or, you know, I, we even have like videos or like pictures of me when I was a baby, you know, you know, crawling around with the with a tube and a tank next to me. And so, I don't know, it just gives me perspective because as a son, I can only imagine what my mom and my dad were feeling, you know, like feeling kind of helpless because there was no really, there was no answer at the time. Like, why was he not eating? Like for me, why was I not eating? Why was I not accepting the food they were feeding me? And then, you know, they were about to do the surgery that they did on Nathan, which was the, the GJ tube. And then, you know, my mom, you know, she she prayed and she just, you know, wished that, you know, I would get better. And and that's that's literally what happened, man. Like she just had that faith that I would get better. And ultimately, that's what occurred. And, uh, you know, and I, I got better. But it's just crazy for me to think about, like. Man, it sucks what Nathan's going through, and obviously he has a lot of pain and things that he's suffering with. It's obviously different from my experience, but I just kind of, like, what I think about is, like, man, like, he's hopefully not going to have to remember this pain. Like, just like me, like, now I'm growing up, and I don't remember that pain. But my parents still hold that experience in their heart, you know, and which is why they were, as parents, it made them kind of, navigate a little differently i guess you could say through parenthood so made them strong if, if anything you know like yeah yeah it kind of gave them it was like a it was like a, it equipped them with the with the different mindset you know exactly. and so that's that's amado's back by the way so that's kind of what i wanted to ask you next is like mm -hmm. well what advice would you give to other parents who are you know maybe just going through a situation like this like just you know, had a newborn and, you know, there's a special needs child, like, and obviously every situation is different, but from yeah. your experience, what would you share with them that, that you have learned that um, has helped you? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it just depends on the situation, like you said, but, um, as, as far as like mindset, you know, like yeah. what, what would you share with people? Well, the thing that is that you? the thing is here, this is the thing we're in, we cannot worry and we cannot focus on what we cannot control. Mm. We just cannot do that to ourselves. Um, there's a thing, there's a thing, um, there's a thing that happens in the NICU while you're there in the hospital. And that is um, either guilt, either why, either how dare God do this to me? And the questioning, the denial. You know, like, if I'm, I'm not such a bad guy. I mean, I never did anything wrong to people. Why am I, why, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. Or um, there's so many people that I know that I can say personally that I know that are horrible parents. And I hate to say that, but it's just the truth. Horrible parents that don't deserve to have a child, you know, to have any children. Yeah. Why did they have one? Why are they healthy in mine? are in this situation mm -hmm. that always arises during hospital stays you question things you 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 know what i'm saying mm -hmm. a lot of things happen during 
during your time there. And the thing that I come up with is, you know what? I am not that person. I am not in control of what's going on. Mm. I cannot question these things. Mm. If anything, stay, take a step back. This is my advice. Take a step back and look for the bigger picture. Mm. You know, like, although it's very hard to, yeah. you have to look for the positives. You have to start with gratitude on certain things, you know. Right. When you start um, being grateful for certain things, then you'll start realizing, okay, you know what? This is a horrible situation, but... Mm. You get what I'm saying? And it, I mean, it sounds easy. It sounds easy. And you might say, well, yeah, this yeah, is just like another that, yeah. thing positive, you know, and it's not, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like that. When you realize that no matter how much you cry, how much you yell, how much you scream and how much anger you have doesn't help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give positivity a chance. Right. Give yourself a fighting chance to get out of that because being negative in that situation makes it worse not only for you know uh, you know the baby and stuff that's already suffering but mm -hmm. for you for your health for your you know what i'm saying for your uh, peace of mind um like, yeah that, that kind of reminds me of, like this quote i saw yesterday i mean it says or oh, it says the safe option can fail to take the risk so i just put it into like perspective like you said like if it's already kind of a hard situation, like being more negative is not gonna help. Like, exactly. You know, like, just choose the the positive side. You know. So, I actually um, when when we're in the hospital, we 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 had our breakdowns. Pam had our breakdowns too, which mm -hmm. whenever you get the chance to interview her, I'm sure she'll tell you. Right. Um, because Pam, you know, she's very emotional and she's very, you know. She's very uh well obviously even as a mother that's like just, a whole different experience for exactly, mothers. exactly they have that it's just a different instinctive bond that's just there yes it's different so with her story she'll tell you something you know something that you'll learn but for me being you know the person that I am I broke down and you know what's funny is that when I broke down um it was eh, it's funny because he had already gone through the horrible surgery and it was tough you know um mm -hmm. i think you were there uh when he stopped breathing and yeah you know that was a hard time for us because you know we thought we had lost him at that point um and just like the post that we've seen uh from that girl uh Brittany, uh on uh, social media. The one you shared yesterday? The one that I shared with you guys that she's yeah. she, she's just, you know, in the point where she has to disconnect the baby and she has to, you know, think about donation of his, or like his, you know. Yeah, the decisions. Yeah, the decisions of plugging, unplugging him and stuff like that. So the thing is when, when the baby starts breathing and is no longer, you know, at the loss of life, basically, like that, you're at that point. This is what I felt. Mm-hmm. Instant, instant, instant sorrow and sadness. Instant. Just, you know. But at the same time, I also felt like, okay. Like, if this is what needs to happen, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I know it might sound like some people like, what? Like, what? 
But you know what? I was in total acceptance, acceptance of yeah. everything. I was in total acceptance of it. So I was calm. I wasn't crying. I wasn't hysterical or anything like that. Mm. I just I held Pam. Pam was, you know, obviously just heartbroken completely. She just was not able to function. And I just, you know, I grabbed her and I said, hey, let's go down to, to the chapel. And, uh, That's what I thing Because every hospital has a little place and... So I told her, I was like, come on, let's, let's go. And um, She was crying and crying. And, and, you know, I told her, you know, I said, look, as long as Nathan doesn't give up, we won't either. But if it's his time and, you know, he decides to go, then it's his time to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not something that we can control. So that's the promise that I made to her, that if Nathan kept fighting, we will keep fighting. Mm-hmm. It wasn't gonna be a one thing, one one parent thing like where, you know, I mean, unfortunately, um, a lot of guys or you know, a lot of women too, uh, they could be like, well, eh, you know what, I love you and stuff, but you have a sick baby and I'm not trying to deal with that. So, I'm just I'm not gonna be in this relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll send you money for the kid. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it could, you know, but I told her, look, I'm going to be by your side. You're not going to go through this alone. Whatever happens, whatever it is that we have to face, you're not going to go at it alone. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I, I actually, I remember. You remember, I remember that? Night, that yeah, because I was right there with you guys. And I know it's crazy to me when I, when I think back to the moment, because I remember Pam went into the chapel and you and me were outside mm-hmm. the door. And obviously, like you were, like I think your eyes were like a little red because I think I don't know if you if you had cried previously when you guys went to go get me, but yeah, you know when you said that you were like I'm I'm in acceptance of you know whatever happens, and I don't know that was just so crazy because I mean for me like I said I'm not a parent I'm I'm I don't know what it's like to even be a parent and then let alone go through a situation like that and yeah. so when you told me that I just felt like I don't know it just taught me. A lot right there in that moment just with those words and then because you know even just with any any loss you know it's there's never any words that you can say to make anyone feel better you know yeah and so for me i i didn't even know what to say right but i was just like i'm gonna just be here with you because like yeah that's all i can do but then like it was crazy because right when you said that you said like you know you gotta be you know in that mindset of acceptance and not fighting it and you know and then a little a little bit shortly after that's when they called you and they were like we were able to bring him back yeah and so it was just crazy to me like like damn like it, i don't know it was just kind of a, it's just a, one a, of those moments you know like it's just one of those moments where um you let go and you just trust yeah it's like that quote that let go and let god yeah that's it and it's in his hands and so whatever what needed to be needed to be and i was in total peace of myself i wasn't so that's what i was getting at i wasn't heartbroken like crying or you know like i wasn't like that i was just like if it's his time to go it's his time to go he fought hard you know what i'm saying and that's what i was thinking about Mm. now now again let me get to where the point that i was gonna try to get yeah it wasn't until when he was getting his eye surgeries done you know then this is later after he had already had that surgery and all that had happened Mm -hmm. this is his fifth surgery 
and there's his eyes and just he had already gone through one eye surgery and then he was going on to his next one mm-hmm. and i don't know why bro but i got this so much emotion that came out of me when i saw him his little eyes you know like you know, the his eye little eyes, yeah his little eyes were bleeding and and i just broke down i didn't break down in front of pam i i told her i was going to go to the restroom mm-hmm. and I don't know if you remember Valley Children's, but there was a there's a long hallway that you could take to, all the way down to the restrooms. Um, on the NICU floor. Uh, yeah, on the very on the NICU floor, all the way on the top, you just uh, go straight uh, and then. Yeah, I think so. And um, it's 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 during these hours. There's nobody there. There's not hardly anybody there. Just you know, the nurses are all in the rooms and stuff. And um, I. I just started crying, bro. I started crying, like, un- incessantly. Like, just tears coming out of my eyes. You know, um... And... I just thought, like... Like, my God, like... He's gone through so much. So much. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, mm-hmm. so much. His stomach is, you know, throwing up. His seizures. You know, when is it gonna be enough? Like, when is it gonna stop? Mm-hmm. You know, like his eyes all bleeding and now he's going to go in for another eye one, you know, his other eye. And it was just very overwhelming, his suffering. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? His suffering. And um, there was this song that I was listening to um, that while I was crying and stuff, I uh, I was... You were listening to it? Yeah, I, 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 no, I, was, I was very, like, heartbroken, and I didn't know what to do. And um, there's this song by Marvin Winans. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. It's called Alone, But Not Alone. That's the, that's the album. It's called Just Don't Want to Know. That's the song I was listening to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just those words were hitting me really, really hard, man. And... And it says, like, no matter, you know, how much I I tried and how much, how much I pleaded, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I know that God was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know that he was there and he never left my side. Um, I know a lot of people might not believe in God or, you know, whatever, but I just felt him there. Like, I yeah. was not alone, you know, and and I was just, you know, very... That's what I'm saying. Like emotion comes and emotion, whenever it's ready to come out, let it out. Don't hold it in. Mm. You know. And so um, that was something I've never shared with anybody. Um, but it's something that happened, and and that's when I had you know felt the most, the most, in in the whole process of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's crazy, like I said, because he had major surgeries before that. You know, and he had like he was suffering already, but. I don't know, man. It's just the way he looked at me, I think, you know, like, Mm. I think he just looked up at me and said, like, you know, like, like, I want this to be over with, you know, like, this is like a lot, you know, like, I don't know. I just, it just, it just seemed like he was looking at me, you know, Mm. and I felt him. But anyways, even thinking about it, like, gets me in a weird vibe, you know, like, yeah. Like it just makes me remember the emotion. Uh, the emotion, yeah. But yeah, that was that was one of the things that happened and um 
Not, it, it's 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 a growing experience as yeah and a human being and that's it that's kind of what i was gonna get into next so with all that you know and even like now you know thank god he's he's here you know he's right next to us yeah um from all that what would you say that if you can pinpoint like one thing like what's the greatest thing nathan has taught you mm. well there's there's very it's very hard for me to just pinpoint on one thing because he's taught me so many things Mm -hmm. first thing is your life's not that bad Mm. your life is not that bad you know what i'm saying um and then it makes me feel more grateful of just giving like more perspective oh absolutely i can walk you know i'm saying i can talk you know, mm-hmm. at his age, I was, you know, doing a lot of things. A lot of kids at his age are doing right. way more, you know. And so just the simple things of just looking, just laughing, mm-hmm. just, you know, cooing. Do you know what I'm saying? It's such a big thing. Like, for him to say, Dad, would honestly just be the best thing that I could ever, like, receive. Mm-hmm. Any gift in the world is for him to just say, Dad, hey, Dad, like, or Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Something so simple that at his age he should be saying and he's mm-hmm. not able to. So just uh, it reminded just, you of the simple things. Exactly. So he reminds me of that, you know, of, of being grateful, of not being so not sweating the small stuff. Um also un- unconditional love. Mm. Patience. He's taught me that, you know, that regardless of what you know of what is happening or anything that's going on you can love someone within just knowing them in a couple in just one month or just in a couple of days you mm. fall in love so deeply do you know what i'm saying like yeah. you just he's a year old and i just you know what i'm saying like how long does it take for you to fall in love with somebody yeah you know as you know i'm talking about like as a person like you know you meet them and you you know you start feeling a certain kind of way and you know what I'm saying? Like, and with your son, it's like instant, like, you know, and then even though he has so many things going on and so many complications, I, you know, I love him just as much. And I can't imagine not, not having him or him like leaving this world would, you know, be horrible. Right. You know, like he's made such an impact on so many people's lives. And then I can go on. But this is another thing. Nathan has reached thousands not hundreds thousands of people yeah you know he, he's taught so many people um what life really is all about mm-hmm. you know and uh even to the point where there was one of the followers that had seen his posts and stuff and he reached out and he was like you know i, I was just contemplating taking my life i really was in that low point in my life where i was going to take my own life and I saw Nathan's story, and it just like made me realize, my God, my life is not that bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just kind and of so it saved his life, basically. You know what I'm saying? Nathan has saved his life because he says he saved my life because he made me realize, like you know, it's not I'm not at that point. Mm-hmm. I should be more grateful for the things that I have. And so that's that's Nathan is touching more lives now than i have in my 30 years of life you know what i'm saying 
Mm. He's done so much, you know, at such an, a young age. And I think that that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of these kids, they come and they come as vessels, spiritual yeah. vessels to teach, to remind, to, you know, it just, you know, I can get really deep with all this stuff, but definitely a lot of teaching. Yeah, that's really true because um, I, I think about it too, like you said, with other children that unfortunately go through such, you know, Pain. horrible things yes. at such an early age. And a lot of times it's, like you say, you can get deeper into that when people start questioning from the religious standpoint or, you yeah. know, the, the purpose of, you know, why would that happen to, you know, somebody who doesn't deserve it. And yeah. I don't know, I just think about it and I'm like, man, like, you said like they have a purpose like regardless of like how bad it is like but they're teaching like whether they're they were here just for a short period or however long but they teach yeah. so much in in that time and then even for me like you know i'm not yeah i'm not you you know i'm not his parent but just being around here and being with you guys through this whole experience has taught me a whole lot as a person and like you said, like it did for that for that for that guy who messaged you. Like for me, it'll just give me a whole lot of perspective. And and then I also relate to it too because, like I said, when I was a baby, you know, I was in a situation where I was, yeah, where my parents were going through it. So I'm like, man, just like give me a lot of gratitude, like for the care that my parents gave for me. And and I'm sure the same thing will be for Nathan it, it, when he puts you in perspective you know? as to kind of like seeing us as your parents and how they probably yeah. felt and, with, and it's like know. but then it just makes me appreciate my parents so much more because i'm like man like mm-hmm. you know because i see it now like at, at a at an adult perspective you know like man you guys gotta do this and like yeah. there's bills there's this like all that so it's not just like one little thing it's like oh like, yes so like just life you know and just <laughs> life and it just yes like oh kind of hits you like damn like, yeah and then another thing there that you said is bills and stuff like just because Nathan is sick and we're, you know, doesn't doesn't stop the companies from billing us and saying, hey, you know, so you need to pay your rent, you need to pay your this, you need to pay that, you know, you need to eat, you know, the the finances, uh, everything it takes a toll, you know, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, mm-hmm. it's a whole battle. It's an it's it's a battle, it's a war basically, you know, it's an, an a spiritual war. It's it's. It's so much, even with relationship, you know, like you, you sit there and, and you have to think how this affects our relationship with me and Pam, because it's not the same, like how we used to be, you know what I'm saying? It's not Hmm. that time with each other. It's not how it used to be. But at the same time, we make the most of the time that we do have with each other. And, um, it doesn't mean that, you know, we're not perfect. Of course, you know, we're. I don't want to paint a picture of, you know, the perfect marriage with the perfect kids because it's not like that. Uh, you know, we have a lot of ups and downs, and but the thing is that we come back from it. We come back from it quick, and we realize, you know, hey, you know what? I'm so lack of sleep. I'm like, I have lack of sleep. I'm frustrated. Uh, there's a lot of things on my mind. I shouldn't have said what I said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I apologize. I was just frustrated. And you know, not, you know, I apologize. So let's start over from that point forward, and so that that kind of helps us, you know, have an open line communication where we say, hey, you know what, I'm just tired and stressed, and it was nothing personal. And so that's why that's why I think that that when people see our you know our story or whatever, they say, well, you guys are the 
perfect family and you know and it's really appreciated you know we appreciate all those nice comments and stuff like that because they do help you know but but i don't want people to see the superficial i want people to know what it really is like like this is the real stuff yeah like you know i'm not gonna go and shop at fashion nova and say hey shop at fashion nova because i have a big following do you understand what i'm saying like that's i'm not the superficial type of saying like hey uh okay so we have this much following it's like like i have twenty five thousand followers on some so yeah, i'm somebody do you get what i'm saying mm. it's not i don't want that yeah i get uh, you yeah, I, yeah no not not to like try to put on a persona no, of to, course not yeah but no, and trust me I, I i i've been here for i've been here for the moments you know what i'm saying we got the chunklas flying across the room and, <laughs> and i'm just sitting there awkwardly sipping on my tea like <laughs> chunkla uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> You have uh, cups breaking and yeah, we, yeah, plates flying around. Yeah, this. If you if you if you you hear Nathan coughing, he coughs a lot during the night. So, right now he I don't I don't assist him unless I hear the vomit yeah, coming Ma- out. Mondo so. Mondo and Pam have like this. They've developed a very good ear, because I mean I'm here a lot too, but sometimes I I just hear a cough and I kind of freak out. So I'm like like you want to go and yeah, help but then it's you know? like. But Mondo is like really good at it, like identifying like when he's struggling and when it's time, or to when like he's, like when he's clogged up, like you gotta go and clear out his nose and stuff. Like mm-hmm. again, you, part of like you know, you become you guys, a nurse, man. You become yeah. whenever you have a critically ill child, you become a doctor. You become their nurse. You become basically a specialist in his you know diagnosis. And um, I know that it's a bit you know sad, but at the same time, it's. It's you know it's kind of something that you form in a habit bless, bless into a in habit. Disguise. Yeah, you you know you start to know you realize so a lot of people start freaking out like hey how come <laughs> you yeah. know you get yeah. a lot of that on social media like Especially hey how come you're... you did this or how come you're not doing this and I'm like you know or when what? you're on your live too you know like oh well, people are oh he's coughing why aren't you guys you know what I'm saying like or, or when people were like when you post videos of him like why are you recording him instead of helping him like, exactly like, exactly <laughs> well, exactly I mean. And he so knows, you know what you're doing. Yeah, and so that's that's another thing. Raising awareness is not easy, man. It's not something that comes with a manual and says, "Oh, hey, you can't do this and you can't do that." You know, no. It's it's a raising awareness to me. It's like you know, if there's a problem politically, if there's a problem with anybody, you record and you document and you ask questions. Hmm. That's the way it is. You you have to present documentation of what's going on, and this is our life what's going on with nathan and so um so with 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 the whole like awareness um what is your ultimate goal with that well the ultimate goal is to find research for eventually finding a cure if not some kind of treatment Mm -hmm. to help my son you know that's the ultimate goal of Mm -hmm. raising awareness Mm -hmm. um and somewhere along the line um, you know how they say how you can aim for the moon. Oh, no, aim for the stars and land on the moon. Yeah, or no, it wasn't no. it like you aim for the moon, but if you miss, it's okay because you'll land among the stars. Oh, was it like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> so, w- regardless of where you end up, is what I'm trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? Still, You're still, like there's still something. Some, something to gain. So, from what I mean, is like, yes, I want to raise awareness for Nathan's cure, but if along the way it helps other parents, to know what's coming 
or to, to prepare them of what we've seen and how they can handle it, then that's mm. the best thing ever because uh, when we were giving the diagnosis, I, I immediately, you know, you go to Google and you try to find out what's going on and you try, you know, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing, you know, and uh, all they give you, or excuse me, all, all they gave us was a five-page um, like a pamphlet or something. pamphlet of some Japanese uh, medical uh, research that they did on some cutislaxa kids and um all like, these it was like, bro it go. was look, it was look at it like that's all we got yeah and it's the kid had malformations like humongous uh not malformations i'm sorry excuse me uh a lot of um facial um uh, deformities and so immediately when i saw that i'm like oh my god like my son's gonna look like that you know what i'm saying like it just it's just so scary, you know, to to imagine that my son's gonna have these certain facial features, and um, his, the poor kid had uh, deformities in his uh, in his arms and legs, and it was just sad to see. And so, anyways, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we can help other parents with any any future problems like this and not only just cute dyslexia but other parents of special need kids like they can come along and you know we can at least you know help them you know or even just be an outlet where we can all just talk about what we feel mm. a safe environment where we can express ourselves you know yeah so yep oh that's cool man that's uh thank you for sharing that i think it's a lot of insight not only for people who are just getting to know your Nathan's story, but also for those that have been following and might have wanted to know a little more about it. Yeah, for sure. So no, I'm, cool. I'm an open book, man. I yeah. Well, with that being said, I uh, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions for the for the new year coming up. You know. Yeah. Um. Because I remember, I think I, sh- I shared them to you. Remember? I sent them to you. Well, I-, I showed you kind of what I was talking about, but... Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, um, what's one small way you can become a better person for 2020? Become for a- others or for yourself? I-, I think it's just speaking out more, you know? Um, letting it out without without fear of judgment. Because I think that right now, I I still have a lot to learn. I'm I'm not like a guru basically um Mm. i have a lot more to learn and i have to be trusting that when i'm speaking it's speaking to help and not you know scared of what they might think of me because i think that that's one thing that people i i I worry about sometimes man am i coming off too nonchalant about nathan's situation to where people might think that oh Mm. this guy does not care do you Mm. know what i'm saying um and so i'm i'm I think that the way like being misunderstood. Yes, exactly. So I need to just let go and let it happen. You know, I know what my intentions are and I know what they're, you know, mm. I'm true to myself and I need just to, to trust, trust that. Trust yourself. Yeah. Yes. Trust your intuition. So I, I think that's how I think that I would better myself by just, you know, being in full acceptance of my mm. person, of who, who I are, am. Yeah. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah. So. Um, the next question would be, uh, what are you holding on to currently that's no longer serving you? Um, I think that I hold on to a lot of grudge against my family. 
I think that I mm-hmm. hold, I hold on to that uh, still with my brother and and uh, my older brother and and uh, my father and I think that 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 that's something that is long overdue, mm-hmm. you know, in my life, and I need to like just uh, forgive and let go, you know, of, right. of that, because okay. it really is not serving me to yeah. carry that with me. For sure. And what's what would be one small step you can take towards kind of releasing it? Uh, I think a long a conversation has been overdue between us and just say my piece. Uh, I think that I've always kind of said, well, especially with my situation with my son, mm-hmm. you know, well, they should reach out to me because poor me. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They should they should do their best. Like I tried before, so it's now this their turn and I just I think that what needs to be done is needs to be have a a conversation. It needs to be it needs to be said like, you know, yeah. not 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 for their acceptance or for them to love me or whatever, you know, again, just for yourself, for your own me, peace, for, for me. Yes, yeah. to heal myself from that and break those chains. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So uh with 2020 coming up, what what do you want to be a student of for this next year? Uh I want to get more involved with genetics, man. I want to I want to learn more, get more educated on on genetics and biohacking. I think that that's uh the next next best thing you know for for me to be able to help my son and uh educate other people on you know the genetic mutations and things that can happen you know during uh pregnancy and so like more like the education within the whole yes right. yes oh, okay and that way it's it's a, it's a better way to help my my son mm. you know um you know, as a matter of fact, I'm sorry if I'm interrupting your question, but no, no, no. Um, because of Nathan's situation, um, I'm not, one of our um, one of our followers um, and a friend, a close friend now, um, she said that she's she decided to go back to school, mm. right? And she decided to study genetics to get involved with genetics, and who inspired her was Nathan. Mm. You know, and I thought that was so awesome, man. Like, you yeah. know, someone decided to go back to school and study something, and what inspired them was, was Nathan. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's great. Okay, so next question is, who who in your life deserves the biggest thank you for this year? Let them know if you can. Mm, it could be anything. The person that deserves the biggest thank you is Nathan. Mm. Um. He's done so much for me, more than I think that I could ever do for him. Mm. That's and so interesting. The way, yeah, because there's this the quote that says, uh, "You know, your your children often teach you more than you teach them," or something like that. Oh yes, right. yeah. We 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 just instill rules. We take away their imagination. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We we want to train them to act a certain way and be a certain way when we forgot how to be children. Mm. So he's constantly teaching you. Oh yes, and yep. Mm. And Noah too, Noah too, because I don't want to make, make make it sound like it's just Nathan, but Noah as well. Right. Noah, Noah's always constantly reminding me. Like, matter of fact, the other day I told you, like, I was telling him, "Hey, Noah, you can't be doing this, can't be doing that," and then I'm like, "Dude, were you this good when you were at this age? You know what I'm saying? Let him be a kid, man. You know what I mean?" Like let him, you know, let him explore. Let him be. So he teaches me stuff like that as well. Like, you know, yeah. checks me. You know, 
Um, even with little things, is that you remember like how that one time Pam was talking about uh, they went to go get a cake and they messed up on the order and she got a little mad and then and then Noah was like, like just take it easy, mom. Like it's all right. Like mm-hmm. it's all it's all yep. it's gonna be okay, you know. And then Pam was like, oh, like you're right. Like <laughs> yeah, like something so small, but but they're they paying attention. Them. They know, like you know, mm-hmm. hey, this is not the way. Mm. For sure. So, with that being said, what can you thank yourself for this year? Um, I want to thank myself for like Snoop Dogg. Actually, like, <laughs> I want to thank myself for not giving up, mm. not giving up on my family, not giving up on Nathan, and all those years of self development paid off like they weren't cheap (laughs) but you know and they were boring but it paid off you know so i thank myself for accepting that i had a problem you know what i'm saying Mm. accepting that i had a problem and i needed help and i needed to let go of that ego and break it down and started monitoring, monitor, monitoring my thoughts instead of having them on autopilot. Mm. You know, so I want to. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like thanking yourself for the past decisions that you you took that exactly. that were kind of hard to take. You know, like you said, like to seek that self improvement, to seek that, which ultimately helped prepare you for the blessing in disguise, which was Nathan. Exactly. Okay. So, next question is, what have you outgrown this year? What have I outgrown? Mm-hmm. Well, I would I would have to say that that ego, my way works better than your way, mm. <laughs> kind of thing. Because I I actually have this thing with Pam where I always tease her and I say I'm always right. Yeah, you know I'm always right, and you know what I'm saying, and then it's always that like I know what I'm doing. I know, like listen to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that I that's something. You know what I'm saying? You're starting to grow. Yeah, because I started listening to her more and started paying attention to what other people feel and what other people want to do. It's funny because <laughs> Pamela would say, I'm "Like Mondo, when people come over, like." <laughs> You just like you pick the movies. You let people. You know what I'm saying. You don't oh, let people yeah, yeah. like. You don't let it's people just, choose like what they want to do. Like you just assume that that's what they want to do. And it's the same whenever when we go on road trips. Remember, you always take the take Oxford over the and music. You just, like you yes. and nobody play no music. And <laughs> but in a way, like you know, it kind of goes to show. Like that's just kind of like since I've known you, you know, you just always been kind of a, a natural leader. Yeah. So that's the way I, I look at it. But I do see. It. At the same time, like, and that's a good thing that you're able to identify it. That sometimes I, you do yeah. kind of just take on and like, oh, like, my way or no way. You know. Matter of fact, when when Sam had bought up the for the Christmas the ugly Christmas sweater thing, um, uh-huh. he had said like, hey, we should do Pictionary, and I'm like, Pictionary, like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, I was like already like, no, nah, like, we're not gonna do that, like. Like no, nah, like we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. But these, I caught myself and I said, why, why am I just, why am I deciding what's gonna happen? Like why am I not giving other people? So that's why I'm, I'm catching myself, like saying, like okay, like, yeah, 
it's not about me man it's not about what i want what i think would would benefit people you know what i'm saying like oh um let's do this instead or mm. like i told him like no we should just watch christmas movies and like drink hot chocolate and you know what i'm saying like mm. i want to do my thing and you wanted to you wanted to be a grandma but he was trying to have a little more fun and, yeah <laughs> and so like you know so that's why I, that's what i'm saying like well shout out to sam because we had a good time playing Pictionary. yeah it definitely was fun and so yeah that's that's why i'm outgrowing i'm letting okay. other people that's so. cool that's cool man that's really cool that you're able to identify that too because not a lot of people will so um don't worry I, guys i'm not a jerk okay i just <laughs> be a jerk sometimes yeah. not that much <laughs> so what's 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 an important boundary you'd like to set for 2020 important boundary yes Oof, well that could mean so many things yeah, anything um, whatever you want whatever i identify with it yeah um i would have to say with my with my health mm. i have to set a boundary with my health because um it's time it's time that you know i start taking care of better, my, better care of myself and you know not only from for looks or anything like that but my health Mm-hmm. You know, I have to start um, yeah. thinking about the future. So I have to put my yeah, boundaries on what I have to eat and what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can't change the way you look, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 no, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. And the last question for you is uh, what's a memory this past year that makes you smile just thinking about? A memory? Mm hmm. Oof. You could just look back. I know 2019 has been a crazy year for Oof. you guys, but if you could think back to just any memory that you think about that makes you smile. Mm. Take your time. Memory that would make me smile. Mm, well, it's kind of hard to say because of of so many moments that we've had but um i just think about pam you know like how how we are with each other Mm. you know how we are with each other and and like it's just like sweet like how like how we make each other laugh you know and it's so crazy because like the way that we are it might seem inappropriate to some people like you know what i'm saying like how can you be laughing right now like at this moment like yeah no, do you I know. know what i'm saying like it might not, it might seem to people like what yeah the, especially people that don't know you guys that don't but. know us yeah and so like in the hospital like we had so many things that happened in the hospital but i've never lost my sense of humor mm-hmm. i never let that go you know and and pam has that sense of humor that matches mine and so i just think about when me and pam were um in the nicu room and you know we just started making jokes about you know anything and i just think about that and it does make me smile because we had a like a really good time regardless like yes it was a bad time for us but we made the most we made the most of it yeah Hmm. that's cool man well, I'm sure she'll be glad to hear that when she when she listens to yeah. the podcast. Let's see if she says the same thing when I ask her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's. I'm. I'm always making that girl laugh, man. I'm always making her laugh. Yeah, so. I've been there. 
make me laugh too. I'm not even gonna lie, but I remember every time I would come over to you guys' place, especially like at your old place, like every time I would leave, like my cheeks were literally sore. <laughs> like they were literally sore, bro. Like if anything, you guys have helped me like build cheek muscle because like of so much grinning and like laughing, <laughs> all that laughter. Like oh, oh my gosh. god, you guys. Mm-hmm. All the people, shout out to all the auspicious, uh, the our group chat, uh, <laughs> the people. They know that we be clowning, we be having a yeah, good time. Yeah, we're always having fun. And this is guys. This, I mean, there's a time for everything. That's what the Bible says too. Mm-hmm. There's a time for everything. Time for laughing, crying, you know, everything. But I think that that's one another thing that I want to tell some parents. You know, just don't ever lose your sense of humor ever 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 mm. you know um they say the laughter is the best medicine and um you should never have to compromise that for the what what people think or what people will say yeah always remain true to yourself and um if i can compare my comedy it'd be jack black slash um danny mcbride you know what mm. i'm saying that's the <laughs> That's basically what I'm all about, and so yeah. Nice. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add, or anything else you wanna? Um, I just wanna let everyone know that uh, I'm I'm always down to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ever need to talk about something, uh, and and if it has to do with regarding. Uh, your children or you know like some kind of illness or and you're feeling down depression anxiety um, you're feeling about anything just feel free like don't feel like you know I'm too busy because of Nathan I'm always up at night so just you know let's talk let's get to know each other and I want to do this more often you know with you uh, Christian because you know get a little more insight and hopefully it helps people so yeah. That's pretty much it. Remember, you are auspicious. I always say that. You're auspicious people. So I uh, I can't stress that enough. Hmm. Right on. Well, thanks for sharing all that with us. I, I, I kind of wanted to... This, this episode was a little different. Well, because I wanted to kind of dive into that. You know, the whole experience with you and Nathan. Yeah. And obviously, as... We record more of our conversations. You know, we could dive into other topics and yeah. Or like you said, maybe if anyone reaches out to you and has certain questions, or, or they if they want to hear certain insights on certain topics, I well, think we could definitely. If you made it this far, if you made it this far to this podcast, mm-hmm. um, send us a message and just kind of let us know what we should talk about next time. And thank you. And I think that. Thank you for. For thank making you. it this far. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys for making for it watching it. For watching. Listening. I'm so used to YouTube that I always say watching. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. But it is four in the morning, so yeah. Yeah, I need to wake Sleep up Pam, bright. actually, so. Oh, that's right. We'll give her a little more time so she can rest. So she can sleep a little more. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, well, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, you guys. And uh, thank you, Mondo, for sharing all of that. And hopefully... Yeah. I'd, I'd like to give the same set of questions to Pam to get her her side of, of, yeah. of this. You know, I would I would love experience. to hear her side of everything too. So. Yeah, and I kind of and I wanted to do it separate, you guys, because 
Um, like Mano said earlier, a good point. Like, you know, he doesn't want it to where like he's just talking and then Pam would just be like, what not being said. able to yeah, not being able to give her like her opinion or her perspective yeah. because he's always talking. Like what you said earlier, like you can only take control and you want to say, yeah. but it's like nah. Exactly. I want to give her a chance to say, and then I'm gonna give you a chance to say. Yeah, so and also like just that. the answers too. Like you know, like if I if I say something, she'll be like, well. Yeah, the same thing, you know, and mm -hmm. it's not, we're not getting most out of everybody. Yeah, we we're going to put a Pam on the spot. You're yeah. going to put the spotlight on her like, Pam, what do you think about this? Yeah. And then, you know, why don't you ask her what she loves about me? Hmm. I want to oh. know that. Well, 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 before, <laughs> well, well, before that then, then let me ask you, we'll end, the, end it with that. What do you love most about Pamela? What I love about her is just that she loves deeply, man. She loves mm -hmm. deeply and she doesn't. You know, she doesn't betray or, or, you know, that love is just pure and, and you know, she'll, she'll go far and beyond for you. And I think that's an amazing trait, mm -hmm. you know, uh, she's, she's an amazing man. She's an amazing wife and amazing mother. She does everything she can for her kids. And so mm. uh, it's really hard for me to say what I love most about her. I just love her as, uh, you know, a being, and I'm happy mm. that I'm able to. Like I'm, I'm already happy, so she can share this happiness with me too. You know, mm, so I like that. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. Congratulations to you guys, and uh, thanks for uh, sharing that with me and everyone else. Of course. So that's it, guys. My name is Christian. Pleasure to be able to be here with you guys. And I'm Mondo. And remember, you guys, you are auspicious. Does everybody want to tell you? Everything you can't do, they ain't never step foot in your shoes I'ma tell you, anything you want, you can get it Chase your dreams like you really can't lose All you gotta do is get it